It's that time again. It's time for the only competition that matters. It's time for Festball! So grab your favorite fest beer and follow along as we put some beers head to head to Beer Thunderdome and have a drink. Welcome to Have a Drink, the show where you learn with along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Fraser, And I'm Christopher Walker. And we, we are short of Casey. We, we are down Casey again. We don't Casey. have a quorum. Casey will return when morale improves. <laughs> the drinking will continue until morale improves. <laughs> I mean, either way. That's, given this weekend, that's actually not <laughs> totally it's not an inaccurate, inaccurate <laughs> statement. Yeah, yeah so uh, this has been... We're coming in. We've delayed this recording two nights in a row because this is Oktoberfest weekend. Here and I've in, been drunk. Here in Cincinnati, and we have had quite the weekend. So it actually worked out that we finally land this recording on Hangover Day of Sunday. Yeah, no, that came in right around the time we went to go buy beer today. Yeah. <laughs> You're delayed? I always, always delayed hangovers. Yeah. It's like a midday. There you go. That's why we have uh, crackers and water. <laughs> well, I mean, those are there for another reason. Yes. That's why I went to IHOP was to solve the hangovers. Look, gravy greatly reduced how bad this was going to be. <laughs> and uh, country fried steak. Hmm. Look, that wasn't just merely a gravy delivery system for me. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, it's uh, it was a great Oktoberfest, I do have to say. It didn't get quite as crowded as quickly in the past. Could have been, could have been a tad shadier. Mm. Yeah. Some of us got sunburnt. Some of us are sitting here in a pool of aloe vera. <laughs> With lidocaine. And lidocaine. <laughs> this, this stuff's amazing. Yeah, it was a little hot, a little sunny, uh, but compared to that to the drizzly overcast of last year, I mean. I mean, yeah, when you say it like that, it sounds like an amazing wonderland last year. Yeah. <laughs> So this year we had a. There were a few beers floating around that I was excited about to try. Other than all the Oktoberfests. Oh um, yeah, there were. That, that not just the Oktoberfest, okay? Because I was like, man, Great Lakes has their Oktoberfest, and I want some of that <laughs> in my belly. They had and, the um, and I got it. Samuel Adams Urban Artifact collaboration called Tricorn, which was a wild, wild yeast, wi- wild New England IPA. Each corn with was, a different, was a different lion <laughs> that formed the Voltron of... Yeah. So yeah, Sam formed the head. For those not familiar with pawpaws, uh, they are... Oh, uh, yeah, no, I know Pawpaw. He, he, my, you know, is my mother's father. He, he did a lot to raise me. <laughs> Other than uh, being the hipster banana that they are now being referred to, it is a very banana-like in flavor fruit, I guess it would be. I got a lot of mandarin from that beer though like in the taste i really, I, I mean it was like straight up banana banana e to me but it's a it's indigenous to this area but uh urban artifact and sam adams or boston beer did a collaboration for this one and it was just debuting at the cincinnati Oktoberfest. i don't know if they're going to send that thing off to distribution yeah i don't know you know i had we we, we kept making a lot of people try it and i liked it but i like sours yeah, that was. I liked it, but I, I, there was a after a, a while of drinking it, there was like a weird taste that happened. So it warms up weird. It's, yeah, it's one a, best best and like cold. revenge <laughs> it is it is a drink best served cold. Yes, uh, frosty. 
keep that one frosty. If it warms up, it'll turn weird, like battery acid in the back of your throat. Yeah. Well, and, and our as Eric described it, there was like a perfume kind of element. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a mixed reaction just for like the whole like drinking the whole thing. And other than that, uh, I had to track down because a lot of people cutting their pumpkin beers this year. And uh, another local one, Rivertown, mm. uh, went with a, I can't remember, this big malty fall lager. It wasn't a Meriton oh, or Oktoberfest. Ember? Yeah, Ember. And I hadn't been able to find any of that in distribution. So I managed to track it down there. And other than that, what, what about food? Anyone who had what food? You know, I didn't have it? a single thing with Geta in it this I year. I did. Getta brought. Mm. I had a Getta corn dog, and it was everything I wanted it to be. They had Getta grilled cheeses, but I had already. It I, was the same booth, and I was up there. I was like, okay, got to get it together. We got to make a decision. That booth was a magical wonderland because also there was deep fried peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with a mountain of cocaine. I mean, powdered sugar on top. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a powdered sugar cocaine blend that they put mm. on the top. I mean, it's I really. So. And if you just take a bite, it just poofs up and blows out everywhere and is on everything. <laughs> Your pupils dilate instantly. I had the deep fried pumpkin roll, which I thought was really good. And uh, then I just, I had like a normal brat. Well, not normal. It was like, it had bacon and cheese and onions on it. But besides that, and then uh, the, the those very sad pierogies. Ah, it was, it was a mixed day for food Euro, for me. Euro's pierogi hunt was just me going, you guys have fun with that. I'm going to go get another drink. It's a potato and cheese dumpling. How do you not want pierogies? I mean, all right. The pierogies Sound- were fine. They were kind of hyped up considering there was only one place serving pierogies. Which was not the same place as last year. Pat and I were very sad. And we right. had to search. We had to, like, seek this place out. But other than that, I had several feet of sausage. I mean, how is that different from any other? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that's just, that's every Thursday to me. Now, now, prior to Saturday, so speaking of awesome food, we got to take uh, Bob to... Taft's Ale House oh. in Over the Rhine, uh, neighborhood of Cincinnati. It, and uh, I found God. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was the funniest thing when we walked in. I didn't know is, where we were going. His I name just started... is William Howard Taft. And it was his birthday. <laughs> it was. Celebrated Supreme Court Justice William Howard Taft, who did nothing else of merit. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing worth mentioning. But He busted more... More union, uh, not unions, busted more uh, trusts than, than Theodore Roosevelt. I'll give him that. And he threw out the first pitch at a baseball game. Really? They got him out to throw a pitch? Man, I don't know how that thing made it over the mound. <laughs> uh, I mean, if he put, put his weight into it, he could throw it to Mars. I mean. <laughs> uh, no, we went to Taft's Alehouse. And let me explain the, the experience for this for me. Because I, I knew the name of the location we were going. And I think deep in the back of my head, I knew what the building used to be. Like at one point, we had someone mentioned had mentioned it, yeah. it, but I didn't know what was going on. Really, like we we had taken the 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 streetcar named Desire, um, oh, the connector, it's the Cincinnati Bell connector. Streetcar yeah. named Desire, same thing. <laughs> uh, we went around, uh, took you know public transit to get down there. Then we had to stop a few blocks away and walk in. And I was just like, guys, we're walking in the center of the road. Oh, there's construction. It's fine. <laughs> this doesn't seem seem right. Just like, all right, here we are. And we turn, I'm just like, these are just stairs. He's just a really high concrete stairs leading up. And op- uh, they open up these gigantic doors. Like, oh, I guess that says Taft's. Huh. And I didn't get a good look at the building until we left. <laughs> because I didn't know what was going on. I just oh. walked in and I get, I see the inside and just went, oh, God. <laughs> and you, because you start walking up, like, up at the, above the steps. You st- you got to walk up a lot of steps to go in because it's an mm-hmm. old converted church. Yeah. Uh, and you look up and you just see what should be where organs would be, like the pipes for an organs are. Uh, uh, Big brew kettle. Thing, yeah, yeah, brew kettle, uh, <laughs> uh, grain silo, whatever they're called yeah. things. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it smelled wonderful. Yeah, as soon as you walk in. All they do there is steak, tri-tip sandwiches. Like that's Steak and chicken. And, and I had both. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had steak and a quarter of a chicken. It was wonderful. Oh god! It's, and it's, it's literally the only place I can ever eat blue cheese. I, I do not like blue cheese, but for some reason on that tri-tip steak with the crispy onion straws, oh, I can't. And the red ranch sauce, I can't even. But yeah, the, the food is really good. We when we all got we tried their 
because none of us had had um, Taft's Oktoberfest before. So we all got that. Just give us a round of that. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed German this weekend because, um, <laughs> like, the next thing I got was, like, their Vienna lager. Mm. Austrian, I guess. But, you know, yeah. that's that's Russians yeah. for those who couldn't quite cut it. <laughs> you hear me, Hitler? <laughs> that got weird. A little bit. So, yeah, uh, that was a good Oktoberfest Eve. Yeah, it was. It was Friday. Was good. Um, and we, we put out. We put out lots of beer and bratwurst for. I don't know what Oktoberfest version of Santa is. Jim Cook. I don't it's know. It's actually the same thing. It's just. It's still just Santa. You just He's put, just a different you put the keg out for Jim. Yeah, good okay. Uncle Jim God. shows up. Jim. Jim S- delivered. Still, so drunk, every year. So now he and uh, what's his face from Germany. Oh yeah. Uh, was he in the ambassador or something like no, that? No, it or? was um, it was the guy who was on the Munich City Council. Okay, yeah. It's hard to tell just because he's German, so I don't know whether he's with by his accent whether he's just really angry or drunk. His demeanor was very much like that of Jim's, so <laughs> I was like, they're they've had some already. Yeah, Jim just wandered up there because years prior they don't put a tap on the keg that they or the big barrel that they bring up of Oktoberfest for the tapping. And they wait and do that as part of the official ceremony. And in years prior, Jim has always ended up wandering around trying to get a beer, like trying to pour out of this thing. And he's like, I can't. And this time the tap was already on it. And he just walks up there like an hour before everything and just starts pouring himself beers. (laughs) I'm surprised they had any left for the official tapping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Since they have to pour like five of them or something, because then they always get the picture and they're all like, Prosting and no, like yeah, and then he zuggy, chugs zuggy. he chugs half a liter of beer and then immediately while we're not still sipping there, he puts it back under and starts filling it again. Yeah, they're like Jim, you just had that. I know because when he was doing it early, so I think someone said something and over the mics they had the mics were hot. Someone was like, "No, no, he's allowed to. He <laughs> brewed it. <laughs> he does what he wants. This is his town today." <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, Sam Adams is... They had banners up for, like, every product they make, I think. <laughs> it was nice to see the uh, new craft logo on all their banners, on yes. everything. Huge. Samuel Adams has the independent craft brewer seal on every banner they had there. Well, that way they'll keep changing the uh, requirements for craft brewing to make sure it fits <laughs> Sam Adams. Oh, yeah. Well, that was another thing to pay attention to, is usually almost just as many Anheuser-Busch booths as Sam Adams booths and Sam Adams is the main sponsor. Yeah. But for ABM Bev products, they just had an alley of it. And, and that's pretty we didn't much go, we the only, only went place down there where to go it to the was. Bathroom. Yeah, the bathrooms that's, were down there. That that's was the only reason. Yeah, that's where they belong. <laughs> See, I think that's how it worked. They were just running the hoses out of the back of the porta potties into the kegs, right? Yeah. Look, those we cuz we were looking cuz we got a map this time. First first year we've ever tried that. It worked. It worked um, out. And at we least just, for that. Yeah, we just looked down and I was like Oh, this little thing. This is where their high end is because they had Goose and they had Elysium. Yeah, and uh, uh, Vienna, uh, Devil's Backbone. Devil's Backbone. Spoilers for upcoming news stories. But, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, no, I just saw that. I was like, so we don't go here. I, for one, don't like metal shavings. Nope. And, yeah, overall, had a great time this year. Uh, we tried to keep our crowd down a little, and then it just exploded anyways. That's partially my fault i'm sorry <laughs> no you you had friends come up and then we had um pa- we, we kept our, picking up our, more people yeah our just... other friends also had more friends who came so like <laughs> it, it became a much larger group one time this this whole par- his whole parade is just going to be people we know yeah pretty much <laughs> just, we will become at least the official at parade that goes booth to booth <laughs> i mean i could get down with that all right i mean you're already local bearded celebrity just oh because my. people he got come accosted up. like four times this weekend. Yeah, and you weren't even there for when like the Bachelorette at Braxton comes running up. No, wanting was a like picture. They, it was right before I left. Yeah, they they came up and just wherever he goes, people want pictures with it's him. The kilt and the beard. Uh, the, well, no, both of them. It was kind of creepy. We're just like, so I'm taking your picture no matter what, but I thought I would come and ask you first. And I'm just like, wow, that's extremely creepy. It is it actually. <laughs> little illegal, I think, too. I mean, nah. they're going to force themselves on him picture-wise. Anyway, moving on. All right. Uh, right now. <laughs> we've already teased it, and let's jump into some news stories. Uh, All right. I uh, know how you feel, Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel, those Actually, are the feels uh, today. It's not Rick. That's um, somebody. I don't know. Stock burp sound. Yeah, yeah but it sounds like Homer or something. Uh, oh, it yeah. kind of does. All right, uh, first story, we pulled this from Vinepair, uh, 
Hop take. ABM Bev is done buying craft breweries. Is that a good thing? Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On September 7th, ABM Bev's the high-end uh, division, infamous among craft beer fans for buying up beloved independent breweries, announced it had laid off 90% of its sales force. The news quickly spawned stories with opinionated quotes and sarcastic Twitter posts about the 380 or so people now out of work. This has been their plan all along, <laughs> to buy them up and then destroy them so they can sell only their beer and not have to buy more expensive products. Well, okay, that's you have to keep in mind what happened here is they didn't fire anybody from the breweries they have purchased. Yeah. Everyone fired were employees of the high end. You use those nice little quotes. I'm using them, air quotes. But it they were the sales team that are now not needed because they have the overlapping sales teams of the breweries they've already purchased. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't need five people doing the same job in the same region. It just... <laughs> you're paying people extra for no reason. All right, but as this story goes on, I like... The reason I picked this story is because it combines two of these things that are happening. Uh, one aspect of the announcement that was largely ignored, however, distills what a lot of craft fans have wanted to hear all along. AB InBev isn't going to purchase any more independent breweries. Our plate is full, Felipe Spiegel. S-Z? Spiegel. 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 The high-end president told Forbes uh, writer Tara Nuren, we have 10 amazing craft partners. Our focus is going to be organic. So that's going to be moving forward with what their initial plan has been, that they're going to start using the talent that they have purchased, Mm. these brewers, to create brand new high-end breweries and this is where our newly founded craft seal really comes into play because these newly minted craft breweries cannot use that seal mm-hmm. you can't hear it over the broadcast but every time i hear quote high-end end quote <laughs> I just glare at Chris because he's the one saying it. It's not his fault, but it, it's unsettling. He doesn't break eye contact. I also don't blink. No, it, the, the whole th- no matter how much I look away, every time I look up, he's unblinking, glaring. <laughs> so craft brewers and people who value independent independence should be happy about this news, right? As evidenced by the backlash from the Wicked Weed purchase, an AB InBev acquisition is essentially an open call for negative press. The reactions can be somewhat. <laughs> That's Sorry, just the do. idea. ABM puts out puts out a statement. Well, that's just going to end badly. <laughs> so I don't think. Did we talk on the show about we were at a bottle share in line for something, and a guy was going up and down oh. the line with a bottle of Wicked Weed that no one would take any of. No one wanted anything to do with it. Like we're hitting that point. He was like, I can't give this away. Yeah. He's like, nobody wants it, and we're like, yeah, neither do we. <laughs> Keep moving. Move along, Pete. Uh, I don't know. All right, there are more than 5,000 breweries in the U.S., according to Bart Watson, chief economist for the Brewers Association. 80% of Americans live within 10 miles of a brewery. As a result, it's possible that craft breweries have hit a saturation point in terms of how many new independent labels can succeed. Those smaller operations now have to worry about how AB InBev and the high end will leverage their newly refocused distribution network. The high end's remaining employees will essentially be well-funded supergroup dedicated to putting AB InBev labels front and center at every bar and beer store. It's the most depressing supergroup since damn Yankees. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so that is really what we have to be scared about. They're going to be inventing new brands that no one will have heard of, and it'll be like, oh, look at this new craft brand. And now we have this new tool that's going to be out there and be like, Give the packages a whirl around. I guess what, but, but aside from the ones who haven't actually put, um, like, if they haven't got the independent seal on it, guess what app is going to get tons of use now? Craft check. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I just, like, it, it seems so insidious for that to act, you know, like, no, just sneak it past them. No one will know. But that kind of is what they're going for. Like it's they, what they've been doing. It's been what they do because and they know, they they know like they have a certain market that will always buy uh, Budweiser or Bud Light, mostly Bud Light. No one drinks Budweiser anymore. It's really weird. Yeah. Um. And then they know they have to get the other percentage of you know drinkers. So they're like, well, we'll, we'll just 
you try to sneak it on in there, surprise them. They won't. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll slip it in there. They'll they'll buy this out of curiosity, and then they'll be hooked on it. I would probably buy it out of curiosity, honestly. No, I, I remember you had some of the uh, Walmart fake craft stuff. I did. And it wasn't good, though. Uh, not great. Again, I was curious. They didn't get me hooked on it. I mean, I don't wake up in the middle of the night screaming out, Rah! Trouble brewing! <laughs> <laughs> sure. But they're going to use what they're saying in this, and this is what to be scared of because AVMBev is really bad for this, is leveraging their massive distribution network to force their beer on us and force everything else off the shelf so that they have, like when you walk down the two-sided beer aisle in your grocery store, one entire side is ABMBev and half of the other side is ABMBev. Well, I mean, it's not like they they have so many products like Budweiser, Bud Light, uh, 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 Miller... Cores. Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, they've got pretty much the whole bureau. Well, and like bushes and. Uh... I didn't ask anything about beans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, bless you. Sorry. For time's sake, we will move on past this one. Next story. Nice fun one here. Uh, we're going to talk. 10 tips to survive and enjoy your first Oktoberfest in Munich. So that was interesting this year. Uh, Oktoberfest Zinzanati started the same day as Oktoberfest in Munich. Mm-hmm. They got the jump on us by six hours, I believe is what the representative was saying. But Damn. we had the better weather. He said it was dreary and rainy. Did we have the better weather? <laughs> Did we? I mean, that's what he said. Look at these burns! <laughs> Yeah, okay, so the sunburns are the oddest shaped sunburns I've ever seen. Like, they have distinct right, right angles. Angle. Yeah, I don't know what I did. <laughs> well, one side has distinct right angles. The other one is just, like, primarily on my wrist. <laughs> we, we were about the sunscreen, too. Like, it's not even for lack of trying. Nope. All right, so. I may have help- just actually been burned. Like, I might have just grabbed something and didn't remember it. <laughs> I really think these can help uh, with any big outdoor fest like this, but. Know when to go. Munich Oktoberfest is a 16-day festival that starts on the Saturday of September leading into the first Sunday of October. If the first Sunday in October falls on... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. They're just giving you the full... Oh, yeah, days shift around. Uh, here are the other considerations to take when choosing the best time to go. First festival, Saturday, starts at 11 a.m. A parade of the tent patrons on carriages from downtown to the festival grounds... Uh, the first festival Saturday at noon, you get it's the first beer barrel tapping by the Munich mayor. So that they're basically laying out the whole first day, and it—I mean, I don't know why. Just saying, on Sunday there's a parade of traditional costumes with riflemen. So you know, drunks and guns. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Uh, so your hours are going to be something to consider, too, for that. Uh, your opening day, it's only noon to 10.30 p.m. Uh, weekends and holidays, it's 9 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. And regular weekdays, it's 10 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. All right, so tip number two, book ahead. Don't come <clears> to Munich <throat> without arranging your accommodations beforehand. With more than 6 million people attending every year, plane tickets and hotels even hostels get too expensive and most likely be fully booked. Oktoberfest is being held in Derenweiser. Sure. <laughs> I suggest getting a place within walking distance from the festival so you could just walk back, if not crawl back, to your place. Also, check Airbnb as an option for accommodations. If you want to get stabbed. <laughs> or kidnapped. Or if you want to turn a, turn someone's house into a sublet apartment. <laughs> If you are on a low-budget camping accommodation is offered at the Olympic Horse Riding Stadium. Hmm. That could be... Oh, no. Camping in Germany for that? I mean, it gets kind of cold at night. I don't know. I'm not German. (laughs) All right, so just book your hotels well in advance and think it out. Uh, Number three, be one of them. So they're telling you to dress, look the part. So for women, they're saying, eh, a drindle dress. You know, go for it. Drindle blouse, drindle bow, you know, shoes. The if, whole... it says, if it says drindle, you wear it. Yeah, 
And for men, I mean, it's it's not hard. Lederhosen, a fedora. You're you're pretty much set there. <laughs> or there was uh, the roving gang we had at ours the, the, that were literally just wearing the Lederhosen, just a no bunch shirt. of shirtless bros and nothing but Lederhosen. Hmm. I thought I was sunburned. Yeah. Oh God. All right, number four, they're saying, uh, choose which tent because you are not going to hit, be able to hit everything. There are over 30 beer tents within 34.5 hectares, Weizengrounds. But it's really only the 14 big tents that you need to know about. These 14 massive tents have a seating capacity from 1,400 to 8,000, <laughs> excluding its outdoor beer gardens holdings from 700 to 4,000 more. Each tent has its own unique uh, decor, food, music, and atmosphere, and only one beer brand is served at each tent, and that's gonna be the, the brewery that's hosting that tent. tent. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take one beer, please. Yeah, so it's <laughs> there's no there's no choice. It'll just be the fest beer that'll be all that's on. So if you don't like spotting, probably don't go to the spotting tent. I'm just saying they 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 came out well last time. So in the article, um. Negative. Journalists laid out their favorite tents, so they go say the Hofbrau Fest tent is probably their favorite. You have uh, Hacker Festhall. You have Schutzenfestel nice and Schutzenfestel. Yeah, the most German tent. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Filled with Munich locals of all ages, but has a very great mood and youthful spirit. It is really the music that everyone comes here for. Has a beautiful hunter-themed decoration and colorful striped ceiling. <laughs> so that one, I mean, that seems like a good place to go. They have the pictures of it. It looks all right. I like the pictures inside the Hofbrau tent, though. To be honest, the little little uh, uh, sunny, cloudy blue no, sky day, uh, or the it's the one with oh the the the, <laughs> the one that's a rave. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like a weird German traditional. That seems um, like the most modern German. Yeah. We will play as on some techno. All right. And uh, next up, they're saying number five, prepare to wait. To book a table, the minimum number is usually eight people. Table reservations sell out as early as eight months in advance. That sounds about right. That's insane. Each tent has its own reservation policy, and you could directly contact them. Always remember that there is no entrance fee for the fest, neither any reservation fee. However, there are minimum beer and food vouchers per person if you plan to reserve a table. <laughs> I, I also like a little uh, subheading on that. Using the bathroom. <laughs> All the big beer tents have bathrooms, but in a tent with thousands of people drinking liters of beer, there also means a clear need for those. For men, expect to wait 5 to 10 minutes, but for women, you may have to wait 10 to 20 minutes. About right. I mean... I'm just saying, we do it more efficiently. Oh, yeah. That's not an argument. <laughs> it's not really fair, it's, actually. It's, no, it's not. All right. Uh, number six, eat. There's much more to Oktoberfest than just beer. Sure, there's plenty and no shortage of meat at Oktoberfest. Uh, here's some of the meats to try at Oktoberfest. And the, the, the ox meat, roast chicken, white sausage, uh, roasted ham hock or pork knuckle. <coughs> I mean... All right. And obviously pretzels and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, number seven, pace yourself. The objective is not to be wasted so soon you will <laughs> end up being one of the Bierlachen, or beer corpses. <laughs> you should be able to last for hours so you could enjoy the beer festival longer. Oktoberfest beers are stronger at 5.7 to 6.3% alcohol content. And with the amount of beer in their beer mug, a liter, you really need to pace yourself throughout the day. Yeah, that's... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get into that tantric Oktoberfest. <laughs> All right, number eight, uh, sing, dance, and be merry, of course. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Suck it up. Don't, don't, be, the, don't be the stick. Being a real thick stick, like Bob. I don't dance, so... No. I, I, I try. You'd sing. If you get me drunk enough, I'll really try. I've never been merry. <laughs> Number nine, make friends. Of course. I mean, just, I don't know why you wouldn't get with the locals there. And Even not, like if you just happen to look around the table and go like, hey, th these are people I don't know, but we're drinking. You'll make friends quick. Exactly. That's, 
I can't go to a beer line without starting to talk to somebody. Uh, They're also very social, honestly. <laughs> like, well, you know, they, they want to take his picture because he's a local celebrity. And <laughs> Number 10, enjoy the fun rides at Oktoberfest. I got to say, I'm not going to Oktoberfest for the carnival rides. Oh, man. It makes me, like, looking at these makes I me want to be on a, I want to be on a tilt-a-whirl while I'm making my own tilt-a-whirl just standing still. Maybe I can make them balance out, and I'll just, it'll seem like I'm standing still. All right. So I, li- I like carny rides. I don't care. I'm not big on them. All right, we're going to scoot on to our final story. Look, knowing that you're going to die at any given second on one of those things <laughs> really enhances enhances the experience. You never know when something's going to snap and you could be flying to your doom. Yeah. You don't know if anything's part of the ride or not. You don't know if you're just barely hanging in there about to die. Well, do you remember that part where the the whole cart we're in detached and flew off about 20 feet and then landed into that jumpy palace? That was great. I wonder how they set that up every time. (laughs) All right, final story. Uh, Nordstrom is opening a store that will serve beer but won't stock clothes. That's just a liquor store. (laughs) Right. It turns out. Turns out they're just opening a liquor store. It's fun, but, you know, don't. <laughs> weird way to word it. <laughs> Nordstrom is trying a smaller store on for size. Uh, the upscale department store on Monday announced that it was opening a tiny 3,000-square-foot store, a small fraction of its typical 140,000-square-foot Emporia in Los Angeles that will not carry any clothing merchandise but instead offer services like personal stylists as well as refreshments like beer and wine. Nordstrom which operates 121 full-service department stores along with a chain of rack discount stores, said the move was a reflection of the changing customer tastes and behavior. The Nordstrom local store, as will be called, is set to open October 3rd as a retail landscape continues to transform at an unprecedented pace. The one thing we know that remains constant is that customers continue to value Great service, speed, and convenience. So, okay, yeah. here's the thing I haven't quite figured out from this. Are they or- opening this second Nordstrom store close to another Nordstrom so you can, like, while you're shopping, take a break and go get a drink? Or is it... Hmm. It doesn't say, does it? Yeah, it doesn't... They don't explicitly say in here how close it is to another Nordstrom. I'm going to say no. I mean... I just don't get... It could be, like, downtown L.A. or something, so maybe I there's re- no room for it. I really just don't get this. I don't... uh, Nordstrom is not a trusted name in alcohol purchasing. No. Nordstrom is just the latest major retailer struggling with declining sales at its physical stores, a particularly accurate problem at department stores, and looking to smaller format stores as a way to reach more customers. Comparable sales at Nordstrom full-service department stores fell 7% in the first half of the current fiscal year. Such retailers include the likes of Target, which is focusing those efforts on city centers, and Kohl's and Sears, which are shrinking many existing stores because Amazon.com has opened a number of bookstores with far more limited selection than a Barnes & Noble. Wow. Okay, hold on. I think I may have found the answer to our question here. Uh, Because it's talking about what the actual, what the Nordstrom local is supposed to be. Yeah. We'll have eight dressing rooms where they'll shop for strong clothes and accessories like shoes. Um, we'll, even though merchandise will not be stocked in the store. What the? So, so it's a it's a store for services, it sounds like. But so you can come. They have drinks. Services like you services do, do they have so other can, than selling me clothes? They're so going to get ha- you drunk and let you try stuff on, and then you can order it. So it has. Uh, it says you can order stuff from Nordstrom.com and pick it up at that store. So that makes it a, a, a place for that. You can also do get manicures there. Um, they have tailors that'll make alterations to your clothes. Okay, that um, I could get behind. And then so you could actually so you could basically work with the tailor or get your nails done while you're enjoying a beer or a wine. Get a good buzz going. You you don't get your nails done. You get them did. You get them did. Either way, uh, but yeah. So so it's basically like it's the intermediary between. An actual Nordstrom and just... Uh, okay, it know. just seemed weird to me. Like, you can come here and try on clothes. You don't get to keep them. Then how are you making money? Yeah. <laughs> because you order it. So you get to try it on, and then you can order it, and they're and like... And then hey, there'll be a tailor back. there and be like, yeah. oh, these jeans didn't quite fit like I was hoping, or something. I don't know. Okay. That that makes a little more sense to me now. Maybe. I don't know. I would it's maybe, so weird. I would maybe go to one of these places. Are the drinks complimentary? No, there's no way. There's no way. 
Because I was going to say, I could go try on suits all day and just get lit. <laughs> all right, sir. Now, would you like to buy anything? Nah. I'm good. No, we good. Thanks, though. <laughs> Stumble out. All right. So, considering uh, we have a bit of an event getting ready to happen right here, we're going to skip past uh, any untapped. and you Just find us on untapped and just just see what badges we got. Exactly. I was swimming in them this weekend. Badges galore. So we are just going to roll straight on in to the topic. Been on that truck. Seeking bastards. Been on that truck. Been on that truck. We're not that drunk. Yet. <laughs> Preface it. No, if we'd actually recorded this like last night or something, we would have been. been. We, we would have changed it to the uh, slap and tickle. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Sorry, um, I'm used to being able to slap my hands, and I was like, oh, that's right. I'm uh, <laughs> holding a mic. We're sans a stand. For well, some I feel like, uh, what's his name? The the uh, the first uh, uh, Family Feud host, Richard Dawson. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who is this lovely lady? Well, his name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. All right, so. So let's uh, let's start off with the descriptions here because with our Mertzen and Fest beer bowl. Yeah, we're gonna have to go. We had to change the name because we realized some of these are technically Fest beers. It's all beers that are categorized under Oktoberfest or marketed as Oktoberfest beers. Right. But those are the styles two, are different. Two different categories according to the uh, beer BJ, judge guide. The BJCP. Yeah. Yes. Um. So let's category four B is Fest beer. Um. So for this one, it is a, a smooth, clean, pale German lager with a moderately strong malty flavor and a light hop character. It definitely balances strength and drinkability with a palate impression and finishes that and, and finish that encourages drinking. Um, it showcases the elegant German malt flavors without becoming too heavy or filling. Um, and these these are the ones that are going to have the deep yellow to gold colors. Um, so there shouldn't be any amber colors involved. And we actually have, yeah, a couple of these that Just meet, from meet vision, that criteria. Yeah, vision alone, I can spot two Fest beers that we have out of this. So I'm not going to go, like, full on, here's, like, everything this possibly says about it. But, um... No. Tell me it's initial gravity. <laughs> no one even knows what that means. Um, <laughs> it means something's heavy. <laughs> so on the uh, category 6A is the Merzen. So this is the malty German amber lager. With a clean, rich, toasty, and bready malt flavor, restrained by bitterness or restrained bitterness, and a dry finish that encourages another drink. <laughs> just hear restrained bitterness. I'm just picturing a hop in a dungeon right now, just <laughs> chained up, going, "Let me out! No, let me out him! Take me out of this dungeon!" <laughs> so we watched Rick and Ralph and decided. I watched like, it for the first time. First time for Justin because that we made him watch it and decided that the dungeon is some kind. Look, of, they, those they took it to dark some places. kind of creepy sex dungeon. Look, because those, the, the 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 bear claw and the donut are some leather daddies. We know that <laughs> right now. They're wearing only too big to be like actual law enforcement boots, leather gloves, gloves. belts, and leather hats. That's all they're wearing. I don't know why you guys are ruining this movie. It's I didn't say we're ruining it. It's the pastry version of assless chaps. Uh, Brittany, you say ruining. We're just adding layers. Mm-mm. We're we're looking to see the complexities that have been offered to us by Disney. Whatever. Um. And we found out that John Laster is into some weird stuff. <laughs> just some sadomasochistic pastries. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sadomasochistic pastries is a is a good punk band name. It is. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay. Anyway, back to Mertzen's. So, um, the overall malt impression is soft, elegant, and complex with a rich aftertaste that is never cloying or heavy. Uh, the appearance should be amber orange to deep reddish copper. We had, we had trouble with cloying, uh, last time we did this. Like some of them had like some cloying flavors. I think that, I think that was the imports probably. Might've been. We'd have to check. Let's, we'll go back and consult and see what, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, see what? Oh, oh. Kent. Kent. Thank you. God, I wish I wouldn't space out and forget people's names like that. I feel really bad every time it happens. I was like, not Amos. It's not Amos. <laughs> I know both of them. I've known Kent longer. <laughs> but so, um, so basically, what it comes down to is what people are used to when they think of an Oktoberfest style beer is going to be the Meritzen. But the Fest beer is 
um, is another option, and it's still technically labeled as an Oktoberfest style. So they're equally fall and do and, do yeah. both when you drink them. Put some polka umpapa in your head. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we encountered this last year um, with we were looking at the color and we're like, wow, there there is a huge color separation mm-hmm. along these beers. Definitely. And we're seeing it again this year, and this. It, in the middle of last year's is when we were like, oh, yeah, it's Fest Beers and Meritzen's are both labeled as Oktoberfest, so we shouldn't really call it the Meritzen Bowl. You know, we didn't, what we didn't think of is, like, having, like, we don't have the, the notes to make for each of these. Look, we're going to go, we're, we're going a little bit looser. We don't have as many people participating, so we're just going to yeah, gonna <laughs> free associate. Just kind of just kind of hanging loose here. But uh, we are doing only American Craft. We're doing a new six new ones that we did not do last year. Mm, not correct. We're no, we, oh, so we did one. include the victory, which was our winner for the Meritzen Bowl last year. We're going to try to see if we can find the victory. Just hide in here. Alone. Okay, so that's another thing to say. Within these uh, in front of us, the victory, the previous year's winner, is in here, along with the GABF gold medal winner from 2016 for the Meritzen category mm. so we're gonna see if we can pick those out like which one do you think is the most to style right and which one is just the flat out one we picked as the best motioning for a pen no i was motioning for the pencil i left here oh. i had one out earlier and it's gone now it's over there <laughs> it's far far away on the top it's too of the far table. it's too far it's somewhere behind kit kats i think god the candy pumpkin pie kit kats yeah <sighs> Why would you mess with Kit Kats like that? <laughs> Someone showed me white chocolate Kit Kats and I slapped them. No, you should have had the matcha the, ones. The matcha green tea Kit Kats are flipping delicious. They're pretty good. My hand's feeling slappy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, let's go ahead let's and Let's just get, start this. Let's get into these. So, so we're going to go to A yeah. first. This one is no, very... starting with G. It's very pale looking. Smells like a lager. Yeah, it smells... It's... I mean, so just by the descriptions, so spoilers, I guess, this seems like a fest beer because yeah, of the color. Say color-wise, fest beer. I'm not getting a lot of aroma from it. No, it's just really clean. It's like very, it's super lagery. Um, like very small uh, hints of any kind of like, I don't know if we'd say malty or. It tastes like a very beer-like beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that it's that beer that ass beer. beer. It is very That's beer it ass like. beer. Yeah, I mean, it's clean. That's kind of I mean, I would think a fest beer in my mind should have a little bit more than I, that has. Yeah, but I could see a lot of people liking this because I bet you could pa- you you oh, could yeah, just you go can, through all day on this. It does like it kind of dries the back of your palate to where you want to drink more of it. Yeah, it's it's. It's one that I'm just like, well, this is uh, this is hot. This is like lawnmower beer or fest beers. Okay, so anybody think we have found? This is not the victory. This is not the victory. I can <laughs> promise you that. All right. Does anyone think this could be the GABF? No. Gold medal winner. Not not for Oktoberfest. Not if it's a Meritzen. Okay. Well, <laughs> just let, all right. Then the first two will definitely be canceled out for that one. But one of the first two I would think would be the victory. But I don't remember what color it was. I don't remember what color it was, but I'll remember its taste. It had, it definitely had a different. T- I mean, that's why we won. Honestly, it had a different taste. It changed up the. All right, sliding on to B. I just accidentally dropped. A, there was like a dollop that went into D. When I put, when I Why'd you cup. do that? It's tainted. Tainted beer. Oh. So smell smells a little spicier on this one. Maybe I, I'm getting almost no no aroma. My nose may be broken though. We always look to Brittany on these, our super taster. Don't let Casey down. I need you to smell Campbell's soup can. Mm. There's a bit more going on with B than there was with A. It's got a lot more, say, bite to it. Yeah. It's uh, got a little bit extra kick. It's got, uh, I'm trying to think of the, 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 the right flavor descriptor for it. Um, uh Someone help me. Start throwing out words. Any words. Hoppy, malty. Taco. See, he was going with, with the joke I was thinking of. Um, Cheeseburgers. I'm not getting a lot of aroma from it at all. 
it's is floral what I'm thinking of? I would say yeah, I would definitely like floral on the back palette of that. Yeah. It feels so plain. I'm always so unsure about describing beer because I'm always pretty sure I'm going to say something. They're going, "Well, he's a moron." I don't think that's. The I thing. just assume everything kind of coming out of my mouth is going to be someone's going, "Oh, well, they, he doesn't know anything." I'm like, "You're correct. You are correct. We don't." It's very. Mm. Meh. Again, I could put a bunch of these back. There's a bit more flavor than the first one. There's yeah. a weird aftertaste. It does have a bit. Uh, bit more kind of metallic-y yes. flavor in there, I think, near the back, but I'm not getting that one as much. I, there's a weird taste to it to me that doesn't it's I know not what she's talking about when she says like there's something odd, and I think it might be might be what, what picks up initially as floral when it finishes all the way through. Yeah, I don't like a lot of floral gets, stuff either. It's a little it's a little that like, you know, you just licked pennies. Like, you yeah. just ate Captain Crunch. A hint of, of copper. A hint of copper. Again, like you just ate Captain Crunch. <laughs> little crunch mouth going on. Okay. Not trying to run through these too quickly. But, but there's a lot of them. There are a few of them. Let's go ahead and munch some saltless crackers. Cleanse these palates. I kind of, like, I know it would be gross. I just kind of want to, like, lean back while I'm trying to, like, clear out my palate and just listen to me gargle. Oh. All right, so needed to clean things out because we're moving on to C, and visually it seems like... Very different color. Yes, we're getting much more amber in these, so we're going to assume we're moving into Meritzen territory. A little more roastier, sweeter aroma. Maybe. <laughs> I think I'm broken. My allergies started kicking in this morning, so I'm kind of like... Mm. It's not a time for my for my sense of smell to start going away. It smells better. Ah, got to stir it up a bit. That mm. that brings it back out. It's it does have a bit more of a roasty malty yeah, smell to it. Definitely in the taste as well. These are mm, nice and toasted malt. Mm. Mm. You get that kind of biscuity. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's definite a, biscuit on that. That's a Meritzen. Yep. Oh. That's what I, mm, taste buds are doing oompa pops so, right now. <laughs> I know that this should meet, this should match a Meritzen, but I don't think either of these two were the victory, and the victory is supposed to be a Fest beer. So I'm leaning towards C being the victory. It's I'm, named a Fest beer. Yeah. I don't think it, because it didn't quite seem, it would definitely wasn't like these. Now, if it, if it is one of these, I'm going to be stupid, but whatever. I don't think it was any of the first ones, but we'll, we'll, we'll work through what it, it might have been. I don't think it was this one, because... The victory had its own little special. Smoky there was like a flavor. smoky, yeah. So we'll. we'll I like C though. This one is so clean though. <clears throat> I almost want to say this could be the gold medal medal winner. I'd make it win medals. I this, know that's an assumption. When we finish, we'll give our definite. It thoughts. just it's it's a it's the most meritsony to mm -hmm. me. Well, it's also the first meritsen we've had out of this. Fair but it, enough. But it seems true to style, so yeah. good, good job on I that. I mean, it's it's hitting the style on all points. Oh. little swish. Have a bite, have a drink. <laughs> now the D. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I knew there was something different. I knew there was something weird in this one. All right, this one is a little darker than the last one, even. Doesn't have the same kind of aroma as the mm -mm. last one. Not really much of a aroma at all on it. No. Less biscuity. Not quite as toasted. Ooh. It is it's like almost refreshing. It is it's extremely clean and refreshing. Like, smelling anything. Yeah. No, I wasn't No, I wasn't getting anything in the nose of that, but it is like you could put a ton of this back, that is for sure. And it's clean, refreshing. Yeah, it's very crisp. Like yesterday when it was so hot, this would have been great to be pouring down our throats. All day. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging this one. This, I'm not going to keep saying, oh, well, this one's going to be the gold. This one. No, it's this one. I'm going to go go find my toothbrush in the bathroom and just brush my teeth to this. <laughs> oh, I still yeah. don't think this is the victory. Oh, I don't think it's the victory. Mm. But it may be the, the GABF. Which, by the way, that's the high wire. <laughs> yeah, from Asheville. 
I it's good. There's a, it's a little bit of a bitter aftertaste. Not like a hot bitterness, but like just a little. I don't know. A little it's like a bit hint of, of bitter. But it's in a good way. I mean, you don't. It's malty, but it's not like the biscuit flavor of C. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> All right. All right. Scooting on to E. E. This, this, this one is super dark. Yeah, this is. Yeah. I mean, this looks like a dunkle. Looks like, or brown ale. Like, this is. This is darker than brown ale. Like, this is. That's some, that's some biscuity smell, I think. <sighs> Smells like a fresh batch. The biscuits. The biscuits. <laughs> Give me some more of that like gravy. That's extremely bready. Oh god, that doesn't taste like a Meriton, but it does taste good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I guess in the sense that it's it's biscuity, but it's 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 a little bit sweet. Sweet, uh, bready, bready, toasty. It technically hits all the marks, but it's not in the same balance that I usually expect out of out yeah, of Meritons. Out of a Meriton. It doesn't have the like I couldn't sit there and drink an absolute ton of this. It would there would be some palate fatigue. Okay, so Oh. I'm getting the Campbell's soup smell. There it is. I knew it was only a matter of time. Damn it. Campbell's a can of Campbell's tomato soup. That's what I'm smelling. Oh, that flavor, it starts to like richen up more and more. It's almost just missing a like a small cinnamon or spice like that. And it would just turn it to like a winter warmer. It's, it's for when you need a transition from from October, to winter. I mean, the head on that one, if you rock it a little in the glass, is even. I don't like it. Like a multi dark. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> also, a little chocolatey, like a chocolate biscuit. Like it, the longer it gets in your tongue. Yeah, yeah, like a chocolate note builds up. Yeah, if if someone put chocolate biscuits and some tussin, that's what this some is. Tussin. <laughs> it's our new it's our new descriptor. <laughs> oh, tussin. it's got some tussin. I there is a very strong medicinal quality to this for me. Mm. I do not like it. This is that super tasting. This is oh, where I These are the last taste buds of Krypton. <laughs> oh my god, that's bad. Well, it's clean the palates out after that one. That, that that hangs on there. I couldn't drink. Yeah, that's that is in fact cloying. Like my tongue mm-hmm. still tastes like chocolate. I could not have a whole lot of that. Crumbs, mm. crumbs everywhere. Mm. Next on have a cracker. We're having store brand saltless saltines. <laughs> Making notes on each of these, and I was like, I can't spell biscuit. <laughs> Bidkit. There's no Q in biscuit. That's only in bisquick. <laughs> All right, everyone cleared. E out of your. I don't think Brittany's ever going to be recovered from E. <laughs> She's going to look back on this day and be. Not a fan. I'm going to look back on this day and go, you bastards did this to me. All right, going to move on to our final one here, F, and we're saying so far, we didn't think we found the victory. I found it. Found it right there. <sighs> I smell that smoke. Oh, yeah. It's like the Lagavulin of Mertzen's. Yeah. Oh, that is That's the, the victory. That is punched up, sweet, smoky. I get smoke, which is like mm. the good thing. God, I can't wait for our Smokedales episode, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love smoked beer. Yeah, no, that's a... It's, a, it's smoky and sweet, which is weird to say, but... <laughs> that's got... That's, that's, I'm just going to call it. That's victory. <laughs> just calling that one as victory. It's been a year. We can still find that. You can still find that somebody. Can uh, can root that out like a truffle hog. <laughs> yeah, Smo- it's smoky and malty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm. okay. It's like it's like somebody toasted malts, and then that you got the trapped the smoke of that scent in there as well. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a definite smoky quality that none of the others. So two years in a row have had like it stands out. Oh yeah, definitely. So do we want to go try to find out who yeah, what, who the victor so, was? I think oh. I've got enough cable. I can do it. You got enough cable to go in there? I do. We're gonna go in. We're gonna right. see who the winner was. All oh, right. But wait before. Wait. No, wait so wait, which wait, which wait. we don't which one did we think won this? No, okay. Before he looks, we need to seal in which do we think is the high wire, the gold medal winner. I think <sighs> it's um, C or D. I think I'm gonna go D. I 
I want to say it's I want to say it's C because that feels the most Maritony. It, it was so where D, C. Where D. You want to take a sip and give yourself a little refresher? Yeah, let's. Because we're also going to need to pick our winner. Yeah, it could go either way. That feels the most to style to me. I and, think D. And then if I go with D. D just feels a little cleaner, a little more easy drinking. Oh, it is. I just don't know if it's to style. And if I was betting how they would judge for Great American, hmm. I would think they would say, if that's the most to style, that one wins. That's not wrong. All right. So, but out of the three of us, which one would you put as the champion of the G the or of this of us of this. Out of okay. this. Do, okay i i really did i did like e but i didn't think it was it was enough to style for no, it to be e's a little overblown on yeah something. well this is this is subjective like not <laughs> yeah, not just, just style what do you like the most i could drink d all day god that's gonna go on a t-shirt somewhere <laughs> i could drink d, d all day i want i f because i i'm pretty sure it's the victory but i i like f i think is still the best and e can go go and i burn in a car fire wow <laughs> wow all right strong words bold um, strategy gotten let's see if it pays off I, okay I'm, so the win- i think d is the the gabf winner and i and i think c and d both are are the most to style but i think for me the winner of the bunch sub- like personally is f okay yeah i think personally for me i mean we're we've already guaranteed this is the victory and i could it's just delicious. I think victory. I don't we even don't know. know but I, I remember enjoying victory last time. I can't remember if I was if I went and was all on board with it being the winner, or if it was like the next highest rated one I had. Well, because last time we had like Sam Adams, and we had um, which like, was was like more towards the middle for something for us, else. But we had like some. There were a lot of good domestics. We last had time. we had some that won because we all were like, oh, I could be wrong. I might be imagining things. It yeah. may have been to the to, to the style and everything too. All right, so we're saying. Well, me and Brittany are saying D is. The high wire. You think it's C. You think it's C. And Which could all, go either way, really. We're all agree. We're all agreeing F, 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 F is, is the victory. victory. And then personal favorites, I think the two of us were saying probably the victory still. And I'm thinking D. And you're thinking D. Okay. So, <laughs> which beer is what? How how right. off were we? All right. We're going to start at A. A. A is the Uinta First Hellas. Huh. Really? Yeah. Okay, Which that, is the, that the, was pretty, we were saying kind of like plain, not plain Jane, but the kind of basic lager. It's yeah. a clean beer-ass beer, yeah. is what we said. Wasn't a metal can. So, uh, yeah, oh. didn't, so it's yeah. not tainted or anything. So so there's that. Next, uh, B. B was Highwire. Really? It was. Wow. Uh, B was Highwire. Which was so, the GABF, was the Great the, American the, Beer the Festival winner, winner. Yeah. which was the one I thought was... It, I thought it was plain. Yeah, I thought it was kind of plain, but a little bit cleaner. It, it had a little more, a little cleaner than the first one. Weird. But it really didn't stick out. All right. Well, then what the hell yeah. is C and D? <laughs> well, C is uh, the Brooklyn Oktoberfest. Oh, good job them. Brooklyn Brewing Oktoberfest. Cool. Then apparently they make a pretty solid Oktoberfest. Yeah. Very to style. Then uh, D is a uh, flying dog. Oh, oh, good freaking job, them. Yeah, flying, flying dog is like knocking it out of the park for us right Man, now. Man, I feel like flying dog keeps surprising us with how good some of their stuff is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it really is top notch. And so E is the one I'm never actually going to buy anytime ever. What e is, that? is uh, yes, that's the uh, Dark Horse Oktoberfest beer. <laughs> so I think the Dark Horse has done has failed me horribly. How could they betray you like this? See, we at least we didn't get a six-pack of that one. <laughs> yeah, that was just a single. So, so good news there. So that leaves that leaves only <laughs> the only one, one, the only victory. Letter F. It's victory. <laughs> you can. Uh. It's so crazy how you can tell. It's so crazy how we can tell a year later. Yeah. Like without. It stood out to us, I guess. Like, like I've not had that thing in a year. If you'd asked me to describe the flavor, all I could have said was smoky. Which, in fairness, it did. It's stand, a pretty, yeah. it's a pretty distinct flavor for an Oktoberfest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 
that was pretty neat. That's really surprising about the high wire because I just had on their plane. That's all I put. It was just like, eh. Yeah, uh, that was the one I thought had a little metal taste to it. That's upsetting. Hmm. Because uh, it had that floral notes that got a little that hung around a little too long. And good job on Uinta. So I mean, they just made a classic fest beer, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, a Hellas Lager, is what theirs. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna oh. say theirs is actually probably closer to well, fest, wonder, lager fest Lager. Is what they yeah. called it, but it's a Hellas Lager. I wonder is, but Hellas should be in a different category, I think. It is, but they were calling it a fest beer. Yeah. Well, okay. well, well that's, anything. That's, any beer can be a fest beer if it's just a big punched, punched up, up version. version of it. Yeah. Uh. All right. Wow, that was that was All neat. Right. Oh, you know what? Okay, they probably did this: the Munich Helles, mm. clean, malty, gold-colored German lager with a smooth, grainy, grainy sweet malty flavor and a soft, dry finish. That that describes yeah, that one perfectly. Mm-hmm. So a Munich Helles is what they did, and it was it was fine. It was it's not that it was bad. It's just. You know, compared to the, like, if especially if you look at the colors on these, and you know, obviously yeah, for the show some, we're gonna have the pictures up of this, but like, there's some color difference in these. Like the yeah. first two are like that that fest beer yellow, and you get and you get to, to C and D, and you got some like you know ambers coming in, and E is, e just, is just weird. <laughs> it's it's like someone put a uh, put a drop of stout into it. Yeah. It's because it's it's got some amber hues to it, but it's so More dark. Or ruby. Well, yeah. the same way that Guinness is not black. It right, is. Right, right. That's true. It's deep ruby. Yep. Yeah. All th- right, so well. I guess no matter what, uh, if you find yourself some some victory fest beer in the store, grab a six Probably. pack. You're gonna be fine. I mean, or most... that that flying dog. That flying yeah. dog. Yeah. Oh, that was that's good. Like uh, they they are they are creeping up on me as being a brewery that I need to make sure I. Flying dog, and then what was C? C was Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay. That one was really good, too. That was the really two-style. And that was the, we just had to grab that one because yeah. the other, we were going to do Fatheads instead, but that got drank last night. Look, and- I was I was thirsty and, and and a moron, so. And we didn't get a six-pack of it to start with, honestly, yeah, so we, we should have done Yeah, we just had a single that. of it, so we had to go grab another pack. And I'm not sad now that we have more of that Brooklyn hanging around. I mean, yeah. that's that's not a bad thing. I do still want to try the Fatheads, though. Um, mm. But yeah, so overall, like. Overall, not all fest beers are created equal. No, they're not. Not at all. That's what we keep learning. Six from beers this. entered. We're gonna like drink three all left. of them. So <laughs> <laughs> we found three that we very much enjoy, yeah. and then we still have some of ones that were still good. We're fine. Yeah, we're fine. Fine. It's fine. All right, guys. Fine. So if you want to recreate this, we'll uh, make sure to put up a listing of all the beers. I don't. It's it's hard to do the whole blind thing. It really is, especially three people. We had to. We had to but hope. Did you remember any of them? Because you no. poured it. I was gonna say, did I have the memory of a goldfish. Like I just got to. I was like, all right, I just gotta get these poured, and I poured all. I, just, I would take one, and I just opened all of them at once, and just kind of started pouring in straight lines across all the cups. Yeah. And then after I had it all poured, I, as I was pouring them, I put on the key in there. I'd set the empties on it. And then started bringing those in here, and in the amount of time that I was doing all that and thinking about, oh, don't spill this, carry it, you know, <laughs> oh, so and so needs this one, this one, this one, this one, and I just kind of forgot. <laughs> nice, that worked out. Hmm. It's not the the most empirical way to do it, yeah. but we just didn't have anyone else. Yeah, well, it'll work. In a pinch. All right, guys. Well, uh, do we don't really need to do it. What we're drinking, since <laughs> yeah. that's um, what the episode was. As far as announcements, we can say that our next video um, will be... Yeah, we've not switched day yet. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We will true. be moving we're the video We're hoping to move shows. to Saturdays. Yeah, yeah, we're going to move to Saturdays, so it's a little better for everybody. we got to work it out still, but um, as, as of right now, Sunday the 24th of September, we're going to... At 6 p.m., um, we're uh, definitely on Twitch and YouTube. Do we know what, what the status for Diamond Club is? Uh, no, I haven't. I just knew that they... That Sergeant Muffin shut down servers. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't been near a computer since that announcement came out. Well, okay, my computer. Well, we'll see about um, what what happens with that, but definitely no matter what, we're still going to be on Twitch and YouTube. Um, then um, that's going to be on the Sweetwater Fall. Fall Variety Pack. Yes, and this is another big pack, which we're able to pull some of these off because we're not having to split all these three, yeah, three ways. Yeah, yeah, because Casey's not around right now. Right. Uh, For those we, wondering, Casey is not dead. He is just on a cruise. <laughs> He's on vacation. I mean, if he had gone on cruise when he planned on it, he may be. He may have been dead. Yeah, yeah. He, they would have cruised directly into Irma. 
shouting at the heavens, curse you, merciful Poseidon. Um, and then we don't, do we have the, I think we have to go back and forth in the next audio. Yeah, we're going to have to figure a few of these out. Yeah, but okay. so um, more announcements to come. We'll have the whole schedule up. Okay, so uh, be sure to subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. You can also follow Have a Drink Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Also, please go rate the show on iTunes and YouTube to help spread the word. It really helps let people know what's what's going on. Let us know that we exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, you can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. Use the email address feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. You can also use the feedback page on the website. Yeah, guys, and as always, please drink responsibly. We went down to Oktoberfest, and guess what? We took a lift down and a lift back. I cannot remember the lift back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really, really good we didn't, you know, try yeah. to drive any part of that. I uh, th- That kind of frightens me again. Like, I'm... I'm dig into my memory i was like i could not tell you about getting back here i remember i'm laying in the floor eating pizza and zach and mary make a porno is on (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right um so again be sure to check us out next sunday for our next live video episode and then in another couple of weeks for the next audio episode once again i'm Brittany lee walker i'm justin frazier and i'm christopher walker we'll see you guys next time Bye.